Hello and welcome, this is Puolikast 11. Uh, I'm Puolivalmiste and my player is Björn Leppänen. And well, since I last recorded, I have... Okay, my last actually podcast, it was, it was after the draft. And I got some draft money out of that. So there hasn't been any pressure to make a new one. And well... Since that, quite a lot has happened. I already had moved to Texas by that point, so that's not quite new news, but still I got my first full SOL season, uh, which, well, we I will talk about that later, but first thing we had was, uh, well, season was delayed it was actually after draft i was looking we still had uh, world junior championships they weren't well they were delayed or there was actually some issues to get them going so the delay of the season wasn't as bad for me because they all because they World Junior Championship took that long. It actually didn't even start. It started after draft, and I, I think it started after draft, and it went on to almost. I think it it might have been on when preseason, at least preseason for SMJOL was played. But of course, uh, well, Hamilton found, or well. Well, yeah, so everyone knows the, the how low low passing and high scoring actually breaks the Simon T hockey simulator. So, well, yeah, and it's it was found out so late, and I think it's it might end up. I hope, I hope it ends up being positive because well I think the Simon T anyway even without this latest found was it there was certainly that some attributes they are just so much more important and so much better than others so there was already some kind of idea how you make a meta build and well then when we add the, add the fact that passing actually made your player worse. And I think I saw some, I didn't see the data for tests, but I saw the posts about that uh, they tested and saw that, well, anything but, uh, I think it was discipline, uh, I'd say discipline, of course scoring defense and most likely puck handling those four attributes were or stats where once you wanted to max out and rest of stats keep at 40 to or at as slow as possible so that would end up as best results for whole team so it it makes it very backwards when actually adding points to something like well even strength or 
checking. Okay, those are pretty clear that they might have some negative effects, especially checking. But then when you are looking at skating and passing, because they are tied to decision-making formula, it's it makes it player always worse than it would be. And I actually even, you know, after even though I didn't really have a part in this and I didn't have a reason, I ran some of my own tests with uh, IIHF uh, files that I had. Uh, I don't actually remember for what uh, that might have been for World Junior Championship show match. I used that file to sim those or that game. So I had the latest file for that and I decided to mess around with it. So as well, Finland finished last IHAF, we finished last. And we finished last in real one, and most of my tests, when I run something like 10 seasons worth of games, like 10 IHAF seasons, I run 130 game seasons. And it just to make sure everyone plays everyone 10 games. Of course, I run multiple multiple of those, but usually, as a Finland, we finished around well, out of fourteen teams, we were maybe twelfth, thirteenth. Usually, we were we weren't last, but we were close to, and I don't think we ever made it to playoffs. Of course. When even with the 130 games, uh, sample size is already so well, so high. Even though it's low for Simon T, it's still high enough that you know if it was. I think it's regular. Regular IHAF is maybe 12 games, 18 at most, I'd say. So it's pretty. You play two or three times everyone in your group. I'd say it goes something like that. So in the end, uh, if you have lucky streak, even team like Finland, as it, at state it was, can make it to playoffs. And when playoffs are best of one, anyone can win. It, it is just Simon T. Even if your chance to win is one out of four, like it was for us versus Canada in World Junior Championship, or that is uh, what my test showed uh, to be around the level where uh, what I would ex expect to win. So not likely or very unlikely, but still it can happen. And well, that's a part of hockey so sometimes. Sometimes even, you know, if it's a best of seven series, most likely it ends 4-1. And I think, but when it's best of one, it, there, there is a chance it's actually that first game we win. Even though we would lose next four after that, but because we win with the first win. But anyway, the point was that, of course, we stayed low, but then I actually, at, uh, I didn't even re redistribute 
the passing to anything I just used mass edit and every Finnish player uh, I had in uh, this is, uh, for every Finnish player I just set uh, passing to 40 so some people lost like 50 passing and some lost well not too much but still everyone just lost TP and lost all their points in passing and had the passing dropped to 40 and I think I run only two or three of those 130 game seasons but well we were first not with a large margin but still we won we won the round robin for all of those or both of those I cannot remember anymore how many I run but it was clear like we were bottom tier team bottom three and we got to the first place or at least top three because sample size is still so low and that's without redistributing the TP to anything I just took out the, took out the uh, I removed all the passing or oh, fuck do I remember wrong still it it was very powerful move now that I'm actually thinking it I might remember it wrong because it's been already a month and fuck I think I have them somewhere here Hopefully, it's I didn't fuck everything up by talking whatever happens. But IHAF. Let's see. Oh, and I actually tried uh, one where everyone had passing at 40 and that was crazy and but yeah it, it might be actually I remember something wrong let's see finish roster this is oh yeah I actually what I first tried was dropping the totals of all attributes so like uh, every stat started from every stat was lowered by 20 and that actually somewhat it didn't negate there still was uh, passing was clearly better than passing passing was clearly worse or shooting was clearly better than the than the passing but at least these few tests actually made it look like uh, if like a cap if you are maxed out you are at 79 not that 99 that would somewhat mitigate the problem but still well the problem stays scoring was better than passing 
it was just as it wasn't as ridiculous as it was but yeah i think yeah here we have like the one where with current stats i actually dropped the passing to 40 and it results in well we 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 won the whole round robins so but yeah with actually with with uh, with every stats lowered by 20 we were were barely making it to playoffs but well we are bad team and all bad and bad still it had it still increased our point totals quite much by taking away just by taking away or passing altogether without redistributing anything to anywhere but yeah so uh, well but i hope what i have seen and I, what i have read about the possible i think it's f f f h m franchise hockey manager i think it's that six that's the most likely or that's currently the plan where we are moving to i hope they have well most likely things are looking pretty like they are I feel we are at the point where we are at the point where they know already that the move is going to happen. It's just when, and then it's interesting to see how it's actually done because there is so much more attributes, there is more player archetypes, or and then again how will strengths and weaknesses and archetypes play out well there is a lot of questions there will be quite i'd say some time of uncertainty people don't really know what's going to happen and how how to build a good player because i'd say most of us won't have well well any experience or at least much experience with the with the the what the the well the new sim engine or game whatever some people have played that it and it's it has been on sale for for a while on steam so i think some people got it but still does that tell you how easy it's to test? Um, I don't have it, so I cannot really say how easy it would be test. Like, if you, because I'd assume that when there is a pre-made players, and when there is a pre, when there is pre-made players, and when there is a even some some computer-made random players, I assume it can make those. And even if it cannot, it uses some kind of database. And most likely players at databases like that, they are well. They I assume them. They are 
well-rounded for the level because it's not be like okay we have this NHL level league here where we play as a manager I doubt the players that are there on teams or even available for teams as a free agents I doubt there is anyone with the shooting skills of Ovechkin and then their passing or skating is down to levels of some 15 year old juniors because when you can actually make your player your just as you want well you could have that you can have Ovechkin kind of uh, well shooting ability and then you'd severely lack on other aspects that you actually you couldn't be as bad realistically you you'd if you ever play enough hockey to learn something so well you just cannot ignore other parts like but you know at least that's i i assume it's well, that uh, general players are more well-rounded than once you can make yourself so there is always risk uh, that someone man someone might find a way to break the others seem but with a uh, bit so much more variation and even because people don't know how things work i think it there will be a lot of well as i said variation there's much more stats people are hopefully experimenting quite a lot or at least they are looking maybe building a bit different archetypes not everyone going for same build to hopefully there it works because i think the simon t says that or at least it's somewhere said on sol site that diverse lines work best but when there is a evidence showing that the lines with the shoot first players only shoot first players they are the best well it's i hope there isn't as glaring issues with franchise hockey manager and but i think i rambled enough about this so we had the delay and delay is gone and we shall see what future holds and i'll actually take a quick look at my first season at texas because well it well i was playing at texas for i played two seasons down at the Vancouver Whalers and neither of them okay now looking back I think my rookie season it was a it was good for a rookie because looking back or looking at how actually currently uh, when I'm recording this uh, the SMJOL playoffs or okay both playoffs are undergoing but as a spoiler Texas didn't make it so we actually we didn't fell too far off but still we are not playing playoffs and it wasn't expected we were we were not expecting to play play in playoffs and we 
don't. So it's not like, oh shit, oh, everything went to shit. No, it just, well, things went quite like expected. And, but yeah, talking about rookies, uh, so, well, yeah, so my rookie season as a defenseman, well, I had, uh, I think I had three goals and seven assists. And now comparing the two rookie defensemen we have here in Vancouver for this season, there is Sven Uxkaft. Uh, with nine points, one goal, eight assists. Okay, he's plus plus eleven. I was minus twenty-five. I had more penalties and less blocked shots, so I had one more points. But in general, I was less useful. And then there is Sapotage with uh, five points, two goals, three assists. Plus 5, 16 penalties, 44 blocked shots. So, you know, comparing myself to them, I think it's, it's, well, I'm pretty happy with my own performance for my rookie season. I had, back then I had, yeah, 3 goals, 7 assists. 10 points, minus 25, 55 penalty minutes, 97 hits and 37 shots blocked, so at least point-wise it was a good season. And then again, compared to that, my second season, I actually only scored 1 goal, 12 assists, 13 points, plus 4. So there, okay, of course, and then it's then I had to uh, 62 so blocked shots. So on on blocked shots there is quite much improvement, and on well on points only three more points. That's well, you know that that really didn't feel too good because. I, at least, you know, I started uh, rookie season, I think, around 190 points and TP and finished it around 270. And then I started my second season at 350 and, well, I was capped for 350 for a whole season. So I couldn't improve my player and my stat for most of the way were actually pretty poor and I scored some of the points but for quite some time it looked like okay I might tie or even have less points than during my rookie season and even though there was you know there's more than points it's still it's the most well it's easiest way to look at how you are contributing and especially when Simon D doesn't really offer too much in terms of well there is there isn't any advanced stats 
thanks Aaron for those. Hopefully we'll get next ones soon. But as Simon T doesn't give them, there isn't too much if you have some kind of defensive defensive defenseman or anything like that. So even though I'm I'm technically enforcer, there isn't too much difference if you compare me, my player's build to some defense, defensive defensemen because, well, as I've said m- multiple times, first I want to be useful, then I want to be good, not the other way around. So. Because I don't want to be liability on ice and then take penalties. So, but I think my build is nice, so, or well, at least it's close to unique. And more TP I gain, higher checking, fighting, strength. I will eventually have, or actually, most likely, I will never hit the, well, 90, that where it it would be, as those are my strengths, as those are every enforcer's strengths, so, but it doesn't matter too much, because most likely, the point where I could hit something like 90 passing, checking, or strength, I'm so far off that even if I dedicate all my TP there, I think it's unlikely I could get over 90 within a season. And I think, okay, it's not settled, so it might be delayed more. I don't know. It depends. But if things, if it's season or two, more and then we change to franchise hockey manager it's not like well we are not going to i'm never going to hit those values where it matters if it strengths or not but at least there isn't well we shall see how the new build will be but yeah so i had my actually it's a good tie-in because in SMJOL last season I had 13 points. I had one goal and 12 assists. And now my rookie season in SHL is done and I actually also scored 13 points. I had three goals and 10, 10 assists. So total of 13 points minus 10. Yeah, it's well. Let's see, on our team there is two people with zero, and okay, there is uh, plus minus zero, there is one player with more than two minutes of ice time, so yeah, there is a few roster fillers that had under 100 minutes during the season, and those all have zero points two of them have minus two but that's almost all their stats but troy reynolds is at zero point uh, plus minus zero dermot lavelle 
plus six and Andreas Valhelm plus three. So I think it, that is our top line and everyone else is at minus going all the way to minus 18. So, well, I'm with minus 10, I'm there is four players worse than me, but it, it's not good, but it, as uh, as a team we didn't do too well. It's it's still it's okay. I had actually very low penalty season even though I dropped my discipline back to 60 and because for last season I took so many penalties during preseason that I actually ended up uh, redistributing some checking to checking to discipline to be less on penalty box because last season we didn't have I think uh, we had maybe two active defensemen at Vancouver last season. Uh, there was me and then there was Slatan uh, Ibrahimovic Jr. But I think the rest of the defensemen were inactive. So there, well, I was at 350 and Bieksa was, I think he was also 350. But uh, still, we only had two 350 TPE defensemen. And I thought, okay, well, I'll have some ice time, so I need to have my checking a bit lower, so I'm, I'm not just uh, just a liability for a team. And that is kind of tied to why I moved up, because I feel that uh, with, well, with the Enforcer build and with so many TP points tied to, well, unnecessary um, skills or attributes, it's, I like that uh, I can actually, now that I, now I can put TP to the useful parts of the, my player's build, because now it's not locked, so if I feel like I'm not contributing or I'm hurting my team, I can actually change my build. I don't have to wait the whole season and stay at the same TPE level, especially after using that uh, redistribution. And with now with the Hamilton thing gone and or done, there is, you can't even redistribute anything other than equipment so it it doesn't help at all but yeah so i had 37 penalty minutes and only one fight i won it i i cannot remember who it was it was a spectres so new orleans spectres some it was i think it was something like their second line center Quite, I, I, it might have been Lil Manish, actually, now that I'm thinking of it. And, well, it's good to start my asshole fighting career with the win. 
I had 75 hits this season, uh, 40 shots and 55 blocked shots. At some point, oh, I think we were something like 14 games in. I don't know. I felt like, first of all, we were letting something like 40 shots uh, on goal every game at that point. And after 14 games, I was at around pace for 100 hits and 100 blocked shots. So I think the, something was done to lines to actually, you know, that helped too. We didn't allow that many, or we didn't let, well, we didn't have so many shot opportunities against us. So we had shots blocked. Uh, so the pace for blocked shots dropped. Oh, that's how I think it went. And I actually had, uh, out of those 13 points, five were on power play, uh, one goal and four assists. And well, that's, well, that is, I think it's, that is more than I barely got any time on power play during Vancouver. So that's, well, <laughs> if you take those out, it wouldn't be, would not have been very good season point wise. But then again, I did not expect well, you know, coming from SMJOL to SHOL and scoring same amount of points from 350 to... Okay, now I'm actually closer to 600. And of course, when I was 350, I was at least above 400 for quite some time. But because it has to be banked, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I think in general I had, uh, I had, a, well, how can I say, I'm happy with my performance during my rookie season. I actually had one first star selection, but nothing else. No, no other stars. Then again, yeah, I think, well, that covers that, mostly. So, let's see, well, yeah, there is, I can take a look at Texas in general, because as well, we had the worst betting odds on Casino and or the or win or, or over under wins was lowest it was 19.5 so with 20 wins i won and i actually <laughs> i decided to take you know even though it it didn't look like too likely that we would make it. I still decided, okay, I'll bet on us. 
it just okay I bet mill but I felt like I had enough extra cash laying around because these podcasts podcasts pay quite well so I had some extra money laying around and well I'll actually have to pause this for a moment well I don't know I heard some 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 quite loud noises but with uh, with the headset on my head I didn't actually hear too well what they were so maybe some neighbor didn't like my recording at this time because because it's already 2 a.m. local so well well what can I say Mm. well yeah so as a Texas we had a oh actually yeah and as I take uh, my headset off I it might be that uh, my mic moved so if there is a heavy breathing or anything like that sorry for that or if there were before my tests failed and well yeah so as a Texas we had low odds lowest odds on casino or lowest point where we would win and I actually decided okay let's take it and I that's the only bet I won so we win won uh, 21 games and lost 28 and had only one overtime loss and actually I want to see the stats how many suit out so we have one overtime win and we had five shootout wins and only uh, we didn't have any shootout losses so seven times we went to overtime twice it was decided during overtime and we won one of those and five times it went to shootout and we won all so well it looks like uh, shootouts were our thing yeah only well <laughs> the West Kendall platoon won also five but they lost two and only team with no shootout losses expect us is uh, Chicago syndicate and actually looking at this new Orleans Spectres and Panthers Los Angeles Panthers which I think both are within I think they are both in our division Panthers Texas Spectres and Pride yeah Southwest division so actually yeah so we were three points behind the Panthers who also had 21 wins but they had three more overtime losses and well we I'm very likely to see that let's see 
who we actually won in shootouts. So, well, all shootouts were versus conference, but looks like uh, we won Spectres once, Panthers once, Blizzard, Dragons, and Jets. So, those are our shootout wins. And our only overtime loss is to Spectres, and our only overtime win is versus Pride. But I'm not sure. Well, let's see. Versus Calgary Dragons, we. <laughs> I think it's even a bit crazy. We actually had. Uh, I was, uh, you know, going to look if we had winning record versus someone, but uh, we played dragons four times. We won three, and or we won three on regulation and one on shootout. So we didn't lost a single game to them. And then versus Panthers, that's our second. Okay, maybe not second best, but versus Panthers we won one on shootout. Two on regulation and lost three on regulation, so it was three three. But they got one more point than us. And versus CFs, Minnesota, uh, we had two two record, just regulation. Uh, Buffalo one one, Chicago one one, Hamilton one one, Manhattan one one, Toronto. One and one. Uh, okay, so when so New England Wolfpack, uh, Tampa Bay Barracuda, and West Kendall Platon are teams that we didn't win at all. And Edmonton Blizzard, we played four times and only won them on them once on shootout. Other teams we won on regulation and. But yeah, I think the craziest anomaly is that uh, we played four times versus Calgary Dragons and got eight points of, out of them and they only got one. Because in the end they made the playoffs and we didn't. It's in the, And of course they are defending champs. But yes, so that's uh, in general how the things have been. With the well, with the Texas, and maybe back to the looking back to better Vancouver because I'm still very active on locker room. So, well, what can I say? Uh, maybe one of the well unexpected things was the MCP or yeah MCP leaving mid-season so the head GM left or oh, well he still is on discord and I think he's still part of the management for team or at, at least as an advisor or something like that stays there but still there wasn't too many 
things that were like, okay, this is going to happen. But he moved on and that made D-Mills, uh, D-Mills was the, the co-GM and now first he was temporary GM and now he's uh, offici officially uh, GM and uh, well <laughs> fuck I need to check so second sucks uh, he became a new go and uh, do, while doing that he stepped down on his position as Canada Canada, Canada's federation head, which then ends up to the, I think they got new head, yeah, hired Team Canada. So I think it was, what the fuck, yeah, give it. Kevede Johnson. Well, I'm not so surprised if there was a if there was a surprise. I think he was a co-fed already, and well, but that also made the Whalers captain Nokasawa. Uh, now he's a co-fed So after a few seasons of GM. GMing for World Junior Championships, he moves to the big league. So, uh, quite some movement because one guy, well, moved up. So, but, uh, well, I can't really say I have yet to notice any difference because, well, locker room is mostly same same people are still around nothing really dramatic has changed it's not like well demons didn't get crazy and trade everyone he yeah i think he traded or or he brawlin kasperi brawlin was a goalie who was inactive and now as a and he was inactive with something like almost 500 TPE, but he never applied more than 350 because the uh, rule that you can have uh, 25 uh, uh, 425 cap was not around when he had collected his TPE, so he was at 350. And I think he was dealt to or traded to Outlaws Anaheim, and I'll check that. But I'm pretty sure here's yeah, Casper Brawlin. Okay, 480 TP, but season 48 goalie. So he's inactive. He's currently at Anaheim should be able to play I think at least one more season but well we shall see if if they need his uh, services 
in future I'm not actually quite sure I think it's uh, yeah it might be the they got the right winger yeah Raquel Castillo Gutierrez joined uh, Wales in that trade I'm pretty sure it was it went that way and well so far it looks like it was a good addition because especially considering that uh, uh, because of the Goodman's performance and well he I think White Goodman has been capped for all of the season so I'd say it's it's very sensible trade I think okay must be in that uh, goalie situation for Anaheim didn't really work for them so they had to take kinda whoever was available at of course I think Brawling was the goalie that uh, got Wales the last cup and his build so I assume his build is good and I see no reason like you know even though he's inactive his only problem is that the cap was raised so he could never reach the higher cap because he was inactive but that's well yeah that's the I'd say that's the only difference between Wales before and after MCP and that really isn't difference that's just regular trade and I'm not so I think the Wales as general is a good team good place for well juniors to be so or rookies to be so I see no reason to you know now that I'm the GM, I need to force or make this my own. No, I'd, I wouldn't be happy to see that happening. So, let's quickly, as we are about 50 minute mark, well, I'll complain about uh, complain about fantasy hockey because I never really, never really, well, done any fantasy before this and it just feels feels like well I didn't bother to really read up before my first season so now this is this was my second fantasy season and during my first one I finished last and even though at even at that point I was looking at okay there was still this cheat sheet so you could actually go look who who were the top top players at fantasy and I tried to at that point I was because there was this how many positions someone moved up or down I tried to to take the players that had been stable so like okay if you are at 30 and you drop two point two 
positions or if you were at 27 or 8 but you had risen 70 positions just last season I'd more likely take the one who has been around 30 for two seasons and count on him keeping that steady performance than someone having great season and popping up and well this season I was looking at last season's results I didn't have season before that to compare but I still went to every players I was considering I was looking at how their updates were if they are regressing or not and if they were regressing what they were regressing so I tried to take players who had good season last season and then who still weren't regressing or at least if possible of course there are some expectation fuck this I cannot talk anymore, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, so still, okay, I felt I have a good team. And, well, it didn't suck. It just didn't perform too well. So I finished, I think I'm, I was fifth. And my defense was the one bringing me down. And I, it wasn't even close. I was like 100 points from next one. And I actually, uh, during season, I, well, I changed my build. Or I, I, I didn't change my build. I changed one of my defensemen. And of course, I had been waiting for him to lit up. And he never did before I traded him because after I dropped him and took another player who did and the other demon did I'd say he did well but still I think I end up losing I well I might as well as go and check now that I'm looking at this so Using quick math, I there was a 55, uh, 57 point gap when I find uh, did the change, and at the end of the season there was a 36 point gap. So I because I made the change, I lost about 20 points. So it wouldn't have pushed me to the even next I wouldn't have wouldn't have been fourth even if I got those few extra points I well I don't know mm, yeah but it's it's pretty clear that my defense was my weakest part and on average okay yeah well I felt like I had a good shot and I didn't
it's just simple as that I had some, well, yeah. Of course there were some players worse than me, but still it feels like now after two seasons and I just feel like it's so random. Like you can take a player who should have a good season and then he doesn't. And then there isn't too much you can do to recover from that. And especially if you if you wait for any, you know, if you wait too long, there is nothing you can do to recover, I'd say. And then again, when how early do you react and is it the right move because you know some people yeah like do you change someone after five sims and do you then change you know it might be that okay he actually ended up being like i had two defensemen and i'm pretty sure that actually changing the one that was doing better at the time and i think there was like other defenseman was at 120 points and the other was 150 but if I had changed it to one with the 150 I would have ended up with more points because well first of all the captor one who I traded to was lower and he ended up having worse late season unlike well exactly opposite of the what had been exa yeah exact opposite of what happened now like I traded away I traded away a player who ended up picking up but yeah I think uh, this is enough for this night and I'll be around one hour mark so it's it's actually quite nice to get back on the uh, well podcast business hopefully I can find another uh, time to record the next one and I will well because sooner or later well, there is going to be draft and there is going to be draft bonus and it just is so very nice to have that 6 or 2 6 to 12 million coming out of podcasts that quite much covers all I need from well but yeah thanks for listening at least for creator I hope you listen this and well, it's, yeah, I don't know, see ya, and, and now, now it's so close to one hour mark that, you know, I focused for a moment to, fuck, to the milestones, they got posted just ago, and if, actually one thing that I'm being good at, 
is the fuck well I was hoping I could get well in the end actually point being the point being that the Uh, with the milestones, they are capped TP. So when you are doing the all the point tasks, it doesn't really matter too much how many you hit. But it's nice to have. At least I can get the fight one or more. I miss on hits and blocked shots and special points, but I get. One of my three goals was actually game-winning goal, so I have two milestones. I don't get plus seven, and my penalties were still above 26. But um, hopefully, or at least, as I said, it is still, it is still, what? It's capped, and I think last season I I might have been four over cap, five over cap at least, and about that is how much I got from milestones. So shouldn't hurt too much, even though I didn't get more than two. Yeah. So uh, thanks for listening, as I said, and well, night.